You are the man now, dog. 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 Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Man Dog Pod. My name is Ryan Rosenberg, and I am the host, along with my good buddy, Dan Lippert. What's up, Dan? Dan Edward Lippert to you. Excuse me. I know you like to use your middle name all the time. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, well, I, I, I think maybe that was subconsciously on my mind because I just had, I was writing your email for something and I always forget what the A is in, mm. in your middle name. It's a secret. So okay. you're not going to find out. Sorry. Buddy. You mean A stands for a secret, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. They know my middle name now. <laughs> my middle name is a secret. <laughs> uh, you were named by a, uh, a, a private Italian. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, my middle name is Andrew. So if anybody uh, wants to use it, feel free. All right. Uh, well, folks, is, we're back for the conversation and improv today. I forgot to mention wait, that part. On. And we're just hey, in the hang conversation. On, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Andrew is Tarver's middle name also. Oh, that is it? Yeah. That's where the Drew oh, comes the, from. Oh, that's where the Drew comes from. That's uh, interesting. I don't know if we've ever talked about 12 years. We've that. never Whoa. discussed it. Yeah. At least that I remember. I don't know. I, had, I, don't know I what simply to say. had to hang on for that. Oh, it's okay. Everybody really needed it. Now that <laughs> now that we know that me and Drew both have the same middle name, but he goes by his middle. Yes. Now, before we intro, we'll have our guests put their middle names in the chat so that we can intro them <laughs> with middle names. If you don't have a middle name, you know, then just say no middle name, but we'll give you a second here. And now, Ryan, back to, yes, it's an improv and conversation podcast. That's We're on right. Patreon, patreon.com slash the man now, dog. What else were you going to say before I really threw it off? I think that's really it. Just that I forgot to say what this is. A thank you for the middle name there, guest. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, we just kind of hang out with our buds, mostly from the UCB Theater, mostly Los Angeles. And we do some improv. We have some chats. We have some laughs. And thank you, guest number two, for that wonderful middle name. Well, let's bring them on now that we have them. They're both <laughs> returning guests, so I'm sure you saw the names. On your podcast app, you said we've enjoyed them before. I can't wait to hear this one. Starting with the first name in the chat app, Alan Sherry Pintal. Hi, Alan. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having Hi. me back on. Thanks for yeah. being back here. Sherry's a cool middle name. I Thank like you. that. Yeah. Um, I guess the story, I don't know where it came from, but there's like a story that my dad wanted that to be my first name, but then my mom made up my mid my actual first name it's like a combination of my parents names oh um, ah. and so sherry just got relegated to my middle name are your parents like artists are they like creative no that sounds like this something... is like very much a filipino thing i've realized ah. lately uh to like kind of mix the parents's first two names though ah. technically like in the philippines you get two first names so like on my birth certificate my first name is alan sherry but then when we moved to America, they were like, nope, no two first names. That's your middle name. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. I see there's so much to be learned in names. It's the whole family tree here. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm trying to read your name and guess what your parents' names are. It, am I going to? But I can't tell. Uh, 
Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, do you have a guess, Ryan? Allen. So it's A-L-L-Y-N. I'm guessing... I just don't know. Allison and... No, I, I, I really don't know. <laughs> good what guess, are they? good guess. Is it alcoholic yeah, and Linda? Oh, close, <laughs> close. Very close. <laughs> Linda. Uh, it's Albert and Jocelyn. Albert uh, and Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good... What do you call that when you put... Oh, portmanteau. There you go. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's bring on our next guest so he could chime in because I know he's itching to have some middle name talk. Ronnie (laughs) Gerard Adrian. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad you really, really uh, hung on there. Yeah, I didn't have anything. Uh, I saw stuff, yeah, yeah. Gerard. Not a perfect roast by Ronnie, but I, I felt it. I felt, the, I felt the vibe of the roast for sure. Yeah. Um, hmm, story behind it. I think Gerard comes from, I don't know, my mom was pregnant with me. Gerard was some person that she knew that, like, I don't know, like, helped her through the pregnancy or something. I think he might have drove her to the hospital or something. You know what? Oh. This is a story that I've heard before and kind of like, being like huh, but never, like, fully. I think that uh-huh. next time I go home, I'm about to ask my mom, like, Mom, Gerard, where did that come from exactly? Yeah, and why does Dad hate Gerard so much? What's up with that? <laughs> no, what's, what's, really, what's really funny is that my, or interesting at least, to me, to me, is that my dad's first name is Ronnie. So I have my dad's first name. Uh, and then that's it. Like, I'm not a junior or anything. I have nothing else besides his first name, which is just Ronnie. And my grandmother, like, on my, on my dad's side, everybody calls me my middle name. But everybody is country, so they heard my name and they just basically called me Gerard. Like, it's, so it's not even close to Gerard. It's, they just call me Gerard. And when they spell out stuff or they call me, they call me Rod, like R O D. So it's just like, and I've never corrected anybody. I'm like, sure, whatever. It's just like that's just what it is. But it was funny because one day somebody, you know, who knows me as Ronnie, had called me Ronnie in front of my grandma. And it almost was like she had to be like, oh, right. I forgot that that was your actual name, like your first name. <laughs> and then she goes, I don't know why they named you that. And she said it as if like the name Ronnie is just bad. And I'm thinking about <laughs> being like, but your son's name is Ronnie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you started this. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like this is your doing. You began this trend. Like. <laughs> Maybe she felt jealous. Maybe it was like, God, they're just going to steal the name I came up with. They couldn't come up with their own. Jeez. <laughs> that I came up with. A real ownership <laughs> over Ronnie. I, I, I like that story. I like the, like, um, how much texture. Pe- I, I feel like maybe everyone has this everywhere, but, like, we know everybody as this certain type of person, especially in improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, that like lives in LA and does this thing, but everybody's got like a totally like a home persona or like a home life that's very rich mm-hmm. that you just kind of don't learn about, or at least I don't, maybe because I'm not curious enough. <laughs> and I like the like texture of the learning that stuff. I don't know. It is so funny that a ton of your family does not get your name right. right. <laughs> that would drive me nuts. I'd be like, excuse me, can we just go over this one time and then know it for the rest of the gatherings? At, at this point, I'm just like, I don't even. <laughs> sure, right. Gerard, it's fine. It's like it just, it's been going on since I was a child. So it's like, and it almost didn't even register to me because I was just like, oh, they just don't say it correctly. Like, you know, like it's like mm-hmm. they still, it's this, but they just say it like Gerard. Like that's just how they say it. 
And then I just You're very generous. You're very generous to give them that misunderstanding. (laughs) But it didn't really dawn on me until one day, like one holiday, I got like a card. And in the card, it was spelled like that. And I was like, oh, (laughs) they don't get it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Like one person is telling everybody else, no, that's Gerard. Like, we don't know this guy's name. Will you help us? (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, okay, whatever. That's same for me. A lot, like for most of my life, most of my like aunts and uncles will still misspell my name on like (laughs) Christmas cards and stuff. Because I know it's like A-L-L-Y-N is, I guess, pretty rare. So it's always like some combination of like, you know, A-L-A-N or (laughs) A-L-L-E-N. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Both both the typically male spellings of the (laughs) the name. (laughs) Like, that's not me. (laughs) Right. Now that I feel like now that we have phones, it's almost not allowed. It's like, save the name in your phone the right way. And then check it before you send the card. Right. <laughs> so you don't have an right. excuse anymore. Yeah, that's so true. My it's right, freaking there. Well, like I would say, one of my—I I wouldn't call it my oldest memories, but like you know, where you the the time of your life where it's like I, I don't remember much around this time, but I do remember this. When I was like five-ish, I had a tennis instructor who always called me Danny, and nobody ever called me Danny. He just decided to call me Danny, mm. and I always remember, even at that age, wanting to be like. Nobody calls me that, dude. But just like <laughs> swallowing it, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's somehow, making me like really uncomfortable. Even as my five-year-old self, knowing that it's like you're being a little diminutive right now. Like you're kind of, you're kind of like you're making me a, a your little your boy or your bro, and it's like I'm not that. I'm Dan. Right. That's really funny. You're like man of the house at five years old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any scenes. I do, but it's like I see where it's going. I'm not mm-hmm. crazy about it. Mm-hmm. We can keep I talking. Mean, you don't know where it's going. You know, what I mean? that's the point, yeah, that's the point yeah, of improv. Yeah, if you so know where it's going. When you're when you've done as many scenes as me, Ronnie, <laughs> you can see where they're going. Dude. I got one. I got one. I right, good. Oh, Ronnie, it's so good to see you. It's thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come visit your old grandma. It's so nice of you. Of course, Grandma, anytime. Like, anytime I got time, I want to come over here and see you. Oh, you're a sweet boy. Your parents raised you right. They hey, sure did. I'm so hey, proud you of helped. you. You helped. You well, helped. maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. You know, you know, when I did try to help, I tried to help on naming you, you know, but they didn't take my advice. Uh, oh, I didn't know that, Grandma. Uh, yes, they were, they were thinking Ronnie, and I said, don't do it. Don't do it. I hate that name. The oh. only Ronnies I've known have been thieves and disgusting freaks. And I said, do not name him Ronnie. Do not. He'll turn out like Ronnie. Okay. The disgusting well, thieving freak I know. Okay. Well, first of all, if you're, you're saying it like you only know one Ronnie, and if that's the case, that only is my dad. Because, you know, you <laughs> named your son Ronnie as well. So are you saying that my wait? Are you saying that my dad is a disgusting? No, no, no. I named your I named your dad Ronnie long before I met this other Ronnie, the Ronnie who's a disgusting thieving freak, and 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 I'm sad, you know, that the the name was tarnished and they still chose to use it. Okay, well, well, then you can't really say that the only person because my dad. So what do you think about my dad now? Just to be clear, 
He's fine. He's fine because he, you know, he had it before it was tainted. But do you remember in junior year of high school when you started struggling in math and okay. then you stopped doing your homework and then you okay. started hanging out at the skate park and uh-huh. then you started doing weed? Okay. Why do you think that was? <laughs> all right. You're a Ronnie. Okay. First of all, Grandma, A, I wasn't doing weed. I had a couple of friends who smoked weed and sure, like I did at the skate park, but I didn't smoke weed. I remember you came home and your parents said you stunk like the devil. Well, yeah, but because we were at the skate park outside. I mean, teenagers just stink, grandma. Like, oh, hey, there's I, my grandson. There he is. Oh, hey, pop, pop. Hey, come in here. Have a little bite of my chicken pot pie. Come on over. Come We're on, doing Ronnie. chicken pot pies tonight. Have a little bite of my chicken pot pie. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh. that's my guy. What's your grandma? What's your grandma going off about right now? <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's so sucky. <laughs> what crust, is what is the pie? The, the crust? crust is so sucky. I haven't nailed the crust yet. I sure haven't. I told him it's too much liquid. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's almost not a pie at all, Pop Pop. <laughs> oh, yes, it's more of a chicken pot crumble, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, Grandma was talking about how uh, she they didn't she didn't want them to name my parents to name me Ronnie. Because- oh, this again. Oh, she got in a fight. With one Ronnie that worked the McDonald's because he wasn't going to give her a two for one deal. Ronnie McDonnie. <laughs> it wasn't Ronnie. Yes. <laughs> the, the actual guy she got to fight with. <laughs> it wasn't the Mark. clown, but he was a clown. She got to fight with a guy named Mark, and she kept calling him Ronnie because he worked at McDonald's. Hey, Ronnie McDonnie. You can't, it's, you can't hate every Ronnie, honey. I hate our grandson in the same way that I hate that McDonald's. Your name. I mean, your name. I love you. You've done such a good job for the name you were given. Okay. But then, Grandma, if you look at me like, I mean, think about it right now. I'm 22 years old. Um, I have a successful online business selling T-shirts. Like, clearly you should be able to say, well, maybe, maybe like I've broken that Ronnie curse. Okay. And that, like, I'm actually changed the name Ronnie back for the better. Well, that is nice. You are a good boy, and I'm very proud of your T-shirt line. What's it called again? Uh, Ronnie's Shirts. It's very inventive. I don't know how you're going to sell any of them with that disgusting name on them, but Ronnie. I really hope success for you. <sighs> Ronnie, did you get my email about my shirt idea? <laughs> It says chicken pot pie on the front. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I got, I got the, I got the, I got the idea. And I think. And what does it say on the back? (laughs) Not soggy anymore. Yeah, which, which grandpa, like, because I think on the bottom, you also had a totally different business plan of how, like, the shirt wouldn't necessarily, like, introduce your line of pot pie just starting. But Mm -hmm. honestly, if I'm, we're talking about the pot pie I just ate, the lie, the back of the shirt would be a lie because it's still soggy. It's still soggy. You haven't, you haven't nailed it. And that's a fair, fair businessman. I like that you're that way, and that's you were raised well. And I think that the the curse of the name doesn't exist. Like my uh, tag out, dab and ride. <laughs> hey, uh, you're the guy that sold me this shirt, aren't you? Yeah, you're I, the owner yeah, of yeah. Ronnie's shirts. Yeah, I. I want to refund you, disgusting, nasty businessman. I bought your pot pie shirt, and you know what? 
every single pot pie I've ever eaten has been soggy as a as a soggy wet dollar that was fished out of a pond. Okay, I should have known. I, I'm sorry. Well, first of all, hold on. Let me uh, hold on. So, if every pot pie was like that before you bought the shirt, yeah. then why did you buy the shirt? Because I I went out on a limb, thought I could trust a man named Ronnie. <laughs> But you know what? You've just gone and sullied that name. I bought the shirt thinking, oh, this guy sounds like a nice, truthful man. I'll believe him. So I bought it. I wore it. I ate 10 pot pies, each one of them soggier and wetter and more crumbly and mushy than the last. What Honey, this is the stop you wanted to make on the way to the hospital. You're <laughs> pregnant. You, you, Your water is broken. We got to get you there. Yeah. Hold on. You better hold on. Keep the car running while I chew out this man for selling me a lie of a T-shirt, okay? Okay, ma'am, look, it clearly looks like you are in a hurry. So I'll give you the refund, all right? Uh, what is that, a, a chicken pot pie shirt? That's like twelve seventy-five. Yes. Uh, I, I'll give you, I have $12 on me right now. I can give you that if that's fine. Oh, gonna shortchange me too. Don't nickel look and at diamond guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just I, I don't have any other cash on me and I just want to make this quick for you. I'm sorry that you didn't like the shirt. How about this? I'll give you $12 and you can also keep the shirt. No. Oh, you want me to wear this shirt while I'm on the way to the hospital to give okay, birth to okay, our first child? Way. This woman needs to go straight to the delivery room. Come on. Okay, how are we doing? Are we in contractions? Is, is everybody breathing? I yes. was going to get out of the way, by the way. You didn't have to make a big show of it. I know you were looking at me there. But you keep standing in my way, Mark. And when there's a gurney with a pregnant woman coming through, you better get out of the way or I'm going to buck buck. I saw it. I was going to be out of the way in time. I was going to be out of the way in time. Okay. Now we're sure we're ready for birth here, right? You've had contractions. Yes. They're just a minute apart. I think the head is coming out. I am so angry. I think this child's going to come out in seconds right now. I'm seeing you're wearing a pot pie shirt with a lot of stains on the front. Are you you feeling okay? It looks like you're really full. (sighs) I am very full because every time I brought a pot pie to my mouth, it crumbled and stained this shirt. Come on, this is a hospital. Cut this shirt off. People in here before who were accidentally very full and not at full term. So I just wanted to make sure you were really giving birth today. And I saw the shirt, and I didn't. I I just wanted to make sure you weren't just really full from pot pie. Well, now you've got me second guessing. Get your head down between my legs, Doc, and tell me what's going on. Okay, to the operating room. Somebody bring some paper towels. There is gravy everywhere. Look, honey, you know, whatever's inside of a pot honey, pie. Honey, before, before my parents come over to meet the baby, I just have to say it. Mm-hmm. I think this is just a dinner. I don't think you gave birth yet. I think this is a dinner in the crib. And, and I, I, I've... I don't know. I've held on to the lie long enough, but I think it's just dinner. <laughs> You're going to say that in front of our child? <laughs> in front of our child? You haven't lost the baby weight, and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying I need you to. I'm just saying I think there might still be a baby in there, and this hello, is dinner. Hello, hello. The, the door was unlocked. We just walked right in. Yeah, hi. Hello, hello. Mm, hello. smells delicious in here. Oh, <laughs> The yeah. garage door was unlocked. But the front door was... All right, never mind, come in. Yeah, the front door was deadbolted. Yeah, 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 they came in right through the garage where we built the nursery. Yeah, man, it smells really good in here, which is funny because when the baby's around, it never smells this good. So you guys are doing your... You're on your double duty. Well, would you like to meet... Would you like to meet our new child? Just prepare Uh, yourself, you know, just for, for... 
you know, we haven't sent any pictures and everything like that. So just hey, I've se- hey, I gave birth to three children. So I know what a young child looks like. And I get that sometimes they have to grow into their skin. Okay. And baby, you were beautiful the whole time. <laughs> the whole you. time. Thank you. Wow, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Me? Wait. <laughs> yeah, I My guess wife. your parents would be talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, you were talking to your wife. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he tells me that all the time. Well, it smells so good in here. I'd love to hold the baby if that's okay. All right. I'll uh, hand you the baby. Support support his head and his body. Okay. Um, okay. He's a little weak. He's a little weak right now. Oh, he's in sort of a sort of a warm pan. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in a little blanket. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to pull back the blanket and see this little one's face for the first time? Oh, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Interesting. Now, you all know I have, I'm subject to sometimes cartoon-like hallucinations. (laughs) (laughs) See? Is this maybe a pie? (laughs) We were were getting there. No one wanted to say it. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just got a a shocker of a text. No. An absolute shocker. I have to share it. I have to share it. This is real? Okay. Uh, I'm going to set up a little context here. Mm -hmm. So our therapist used to be down the street. This is an errant context, but on the same floor as my uh, physician, which was just interesting. They were both in the same building. Anyway, in the waiting room, it was like a waiting room for four different therapists. So you would be in the waiting room with other people and you would see a therapist come in and be like, yeah, I have the right therapist. This guy kind of probably sucks. And there was always one therapist that I thought was a bummer who was like a dude in his 40s or 50s who wore like kind of oversized suits that didn't fit him really well. Um, And he just seemed odd. He had like a really uncomfortable energy to me. And it was like, uh, I I was never sure anything with this guy. I Well, I know someone who used to go to him and they just texted me that they found out that he's being investigated for sleeping with clients, <gasps> which I'm absolutely... Ryan, do you know the guy I'm talking about? I, I imagine this guy in like a tweed jacket. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, like kind of a like Ill, a tweed jacket that looks like he got it from his older brother, even though he's yeah. like 52. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I know the guy. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, because he didn't even seem like a dude that would know how to... <laughs> do that. I know. I was like, who's the therapist here? This guy seems sad. (laughs) Oh man, what crazy news. I know. That's also such weird like back channel. That's some specific dish. You know what I mean? It is very specific dish. He's just such a big piece of my life because I always thought his... I was just like, if you're going to wear suits, they got to fit you. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, just wear a t-shirt. So there was already red flags all over the place. <laughs> exactly. So we all just stuck with me of like, he, he looked like the example of like the flustered uh, the flustered public defender, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. like, he, he felt like that, but for therapy. Uh, and so I'm just absolutely shocked that he was, uh, he was doing this. Does that like recontextualize like everything he's ever told you now that you know it's coming from kind of a skeevy guy well he, <laughs> yeah I, like the because most people i know going deeper down the rabbit hole I, this is someone else's story so i don't want to talk too much about it but he was like not a very good therapist to this person and they left him mm-hmm. and so it that he was like a little 
he like picked sides in like a thing that they, they must not have about. had that connection. You know? Yeah, <laughs> they must not have had that, that love connection, and you know the feeling wasn't mutual. So, um, but I don't, I don't know why it really is just striking. I think that guy was just such a big figure in my life of like funny th- people that I've seen right. over, like and just would always see him. And he, I always thought he this is obviously a projection, but he was like mad at me that I didn't see him, even though we never talked. I always got him. He was like, come in and I'd be like, you're this mad This guy's at jealous. <laughs> this therapist is jealous. He sees me sitting in the waiting room. <laughs> All right, I got one. I got it. Man, that's really interesting about your father. Um, um, well, just tell me a little bit more. Um, well, you know, he, I think at the end of the day when I really think of him I don't have like a lot of strong memories but all my memories are kind of being scared to share emotion around him and, right. and he never made things like weird when I did but he never shared anything with me I didn't really know right. him I'm realizing right yeah right I could see even right now bringing up the memories it kind of tenses you up yeah yeah <laughs> so I, I do feel it in my body I feel it like yeah. a, I know you've kind of told me well, this like I feel it in my stomach a little bit yeah yeah um how about i get you a nice little glass of red wine over here to kind of kind of uh, ease the mood a little bit that is red wine okay i was wondering what that was yeah i um, you I'll pour you a little nice little glass not a full glass because obviously we're in a session but yeah nice really, i mean yeah I, I i mean sean said that like you really <laughs> were helpful for him here you go and, and here you go but thank you <clears throat> we moved our session from 11 a.m. to 7:30. I guess the wine would would be okay. Yeah, Sean is like a really good platonic client. He's like someone that I look at, and I'm like, this is a really just a client, just a client all the way. Term? Platonic hmm? client is that a therapy term? I, I know that the word platonic in a different sense. Yeah, I mean, in therapy, everybody's a little bit different. I mean, you could clearly see that. You know, I'm not your mother's therapist. You know, I'm yeah, here to get down. True. I'm here to get down yeah. to the bottom of this. And do you mind if I take off my jacket? Sure. Are you going to be leaving the scarf on, or are you doing the whole? <laughs> well, the scarf stays on for now, but okay. you know, we'll see how we feel towards the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Because as long as you're comfortable, yeah, I feel like I can kind of. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Take this off. What you did that with such flair, like a magician yeah. almost. You'll never believe it, but this coat used to belong to my brother, who was a NBA basketball player. Oh yeah, I actually would believe it. It's is it the same parents? Uh, no, same, different like, dad. Different yeah, dad. that's why he's six seven and I'm five ten. Right, because that was almost like a duster on you. It was like a matrix jacket on you, but it looks like it's just a standard coat. Yeah, yeah. On him is very. It fits right around to his waist. Yeah. On me, it's a little bit. It's a tad bit longer, but yeah. I just like the material and stuff. Um, anyway, we were talking yeah, about yeah. your father. Sorry, uh, sorry. I, I think I probably. Ding dong, Doordash. Sorry. I got a surf and turf here. Oh, uh, I hope you don't mind. I took the liberty of uh, getting a Doordash. Is surf and turf the name of the restaurant, or does he know what you ordered? Hey, how you doing, man? Good, how oh, are you doing? Okay, I'll take that. Thank you All so right. much. And and there's, there's extra clams in here, right? Extra clams and a dozen roses, yeah. Thank you so much. What? Doc, I... I just put these on the table right here. feeling a little annoyed here as I fix my camera. I'm going to fix my camera take a quick break. He's back. I'm feeling 
I'm feeling a little annoyed here, Doc. I, I, huh. I feel like I, I, I was so scared to go to therapy in the first place, and right. I just haven't even been able to get into what I'm talking about. There's so many distractions. Are you eating this dinner now in front of me? Um, no, no. I actually just have this here as some as a sort of, you know, um, pain easy for both of us. So if you would like, you could also have some of this. I have way too much. I am feeling like a little hungry. I yeah, guess. sure. How and about this? It's like a really expensive steak and, and lobster yeah, and, right. and clams. Wow. Yeah. How about this? A you lot and I. Surf, it seems like. A lot more surf. Well, how about this? You <laughs> and I just Shrimp. both grab a clam real quick. Just cheers Oysters. a clam. Let's just, you know, okay, just, yeah. cheers, just cheers a clam. Uh-huh. Not the oysters. <laughs> <laughs> the oysters are for later. So the clams set the, clams the, yeah, the, okay. clam set the mood. <laughs> and then the oysters. The clams like an oyster. All right. Okay. Mm. Oh, I think you got a little bit around your. You know what? Lip. I'm having a sense memory. Oh, okay. Let me get you to get this right. It's a little bit around your lip. Let me get <laughs> yeah. that. Mm. You really lingered on my lower lip there. Yeah, that was a hard stain. It's a hard stain. Uh, I think that's just a crack. I think I have chapped lips. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I have. I'm having a sense memory. My dad actually, like, the only times we connected is he would take me to um, the, the uh, Hungry Hunter. And we would have like a steak and lobster dinner. And, and one night, that's where he told me some of his experiences in Vietnam. Oh, my gosh. He had a little too much whiskey. You have to lay down. You have to lay down. You have to lay down. All right. Okay. Here, I'm going to rub. As you tell me this story, I'm going to rub my fingers through your hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Continue, please. This is really nice, actually. Uh-huh. Really nice. Barging in I'm through too- the door. <laughs> Doc! Doc, I had to see you. I had to... <gasps> Whoa, you're you're seeing another patient, Francesca. This is not appropriate. <laughs> this is not appropriate. Me coming to see you when I'm in a emotional landfill right now, and you, you're you've got your your fingers tangled in somebody else's. You hair. barging into my office hours, um, like this, you know, without calling. That's inappropriate, and I've told you before. Like our, you know. Our client relationship is strictly platonic now. We're platonic client. Who is therapist. this? Does she? Who? Who is this? I mean, who does she I? even like reveal herself like I do? Does she even talk about her parents? Does she open up like me? Who do you think you are? Who do you think I am? Who do you think you are? And you call this platonic? Ladies, was it platonic when ladies, I told you ladies. about the first time I ever saw a butt? Huh? I let you in. I let you in deep, okay? Yes, you did. That was very deep of you to let me in about the first time you saw, but I admit that, all right? But look, ladies, ladies, listen. It seems right now that tempers are high, and the way I see it, there's a lot of surf and turf on this table. I have a whole bottle of red wine over here. How about we all just crack a couple clams, each get a glass of red wine, relax, and make take this mono and mono therapy session and make it a small little group therapy session. I'm sorry. I can barely hear you over the Chris Isaac that's playing. Could, could we turn it down just a little bit? <laughs> Chris Isaac sets the mood. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's nothing more that I love <laughs> than hearing Chris Isaac <laughs> sing. <laughs> and I, I don't want to fall in love. <laughs> You know what? I'll see myself out. Clearly, I'm interrupting something. Francesca, Francesca. No, I will take my copay and deductible elsewhere. No, Francesca, please. 
Oh, she Get up off the- your knees. Stop begging her to come back to you. <laughs> I, I actually just fell. It wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> I was about to burst in as the police. <laughs> say, this is highly illegal. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind a glass of wine at my therapist's office every once in a while. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind a head rub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, let's just do the full mom treatment today. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Should I sit on your lap? I filled out the mommy special for today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how do you want to be treated today? This is like, you know, today I'm feeling a little bit more fetal than usual. So yeah, definitely mom treatment. Today. I feel pretty fetal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody remember being a fetus? <laughs> I don't really have many fetal memories. Um, I think my memories didn't start until I became sort of a in the world person. Well, I will say this: I, you know, I listened to my fair share of like biographies, um, and it's interesting to me mostly because I think because sometimes people will really have like really vivid memories of like their childhood and like even like yeah my dad was a so-and-so forth and this and that and you know when he got into the you know it's like these kind of real like uh like seemingly strong memory through lines about necessarily themselves Mm -hmm. as young child and even like kind of like their parents up until the point when they had them and i and i'd be listening and i'm just like I don't think I could ever write a memoir because I don't remember shit about my, you know what I mean? Like all my memories are just very sporadic, you know, yeah, like, right. Oh, this, but they have no connection. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's so like, they'll be like, yeah, I remember going to my grandma's house down on eighth street, just walking the clink clank of my feet hitting the concrete. And I think one day I'm going, you know, all this type of stuff. And I'm like, I don't remember any of that shit like that. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I've, had that exact same thought where it's like, I guess if I ever want to write a book about my life, I better start taking notes right. because I don't, I, that, I don't like, I've, I have no memories from that time and place. And, and, uh, it really feels like it, I read those and I'm like, Oh, so you're lying. This is all made up. <laughs> right. You're just a great storyteller. Right. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I would just be like, and I, and I was even thinking, I was like, should I just like ask my mom, like some questions and have a tape recorder, just be like, hey, da da da, just, you know, just as posterity's pos- pos- posterity sake. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I, I don't think so. I guess if I'm still, I'd be like, uh, the start of the book is, so I'm 18, right? <laughs> <laughs> I 18 and I just graduated high school. It's my first memory. <laughs> Do you find when you read those biographies that everybody has had a really interesting life or is some of it just like that the mundane stuff is interesting? Like is everything fantastical or is it most people just like, Oh, you're a, I mean, I don't know what kind of biographies you're reading, but. Uh Well, I, you know, what I, the thing that I think I connect with a lot, especially, you know, when I was younger reading them was it, it made me feel connected to people in a way that, you know, in my own, you know, like in a way where like I felt kind of, um, you know, just weird or like, I don't think there's, you know, like there's nobody like me and there's nobody like anybody. But at the same time in that, you know, you read some of those books and then some habits or some things or some people that, you know, that you admire, you're like, Oh, like 
I kind of do that. Or like, oh, I have, you know, which makes it feel like less of like this really weird, like awkward thing about yourself and more of a thing that like, oh, that's kind of like a trait that I share with other people who have have had impact in the world. You know what I mean? Right. And so, you know, I use so, and I usually read biographies about people that I find interesting or people. Who, and so, and usually it is like, oh yeah, like you you kind of see, or the moments that necessarily kind of developed the person to be kind of who they are, rather right? they're like overly driven or like all this type of stuff. Because I also read the biographies and also see a lot of the things that are my Achilles heel, which I mean, like, man, if I was more that a little bit, you know, maybe I would be further along in whatever in whatever my endeavors are you know what i mean totally so it's really interesting <clears throat> i read some of um uh my roommate roxy really liked some murakami's uh like biography about running have you guys read it i think i've maybe mm-hmm. talked about i haven't it read it but well. I, I know what you're talking about where he basically like he talks about his experience becoming a marathon runner and like just generally a runner but also weaves in like his own life and his his motivation and it made me feel, I, I, I waffled because the way he describes things make it feel so easy where he's like, so I was 24 and I decided to open a bar with my wife and I opened a bar for eight years and whatever. And then it's like, uh, and then I decided to run a, like run the actual Athens like Olympic marathon. That was pretty hard and I ran it. And it, like, <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff like that where it's like, then I started writing and it took me a while. Um, but, but the first story I ever wrote got bought and then I wrote another one and, wow. it, and I was like, I think I need a little more struggle in here. <laughs> there's a lot being left out. It feels like, yeah. like yeah. That part of it, it, it has a, what reminded me is Ronnie, you saying that of like, Oh yeah. I, in my life, I've been like, Oh, it would be cool to have my own bar, like, or my own, like, cafe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, I, like, I feel like I, I, there's a couple other specifics. There's something to do with baseball. I don't know if he was like, going to baseball games or, like, joined a baseball team or whatever, but, like, stuff like that where, like, where it's like, oh, I wish I had a little more of that get up and go that he has. Right. Um, that I did leave it, I, depending on the night, I would read a chapter and either be really motivated. Or really like fuck you, Morikawa. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the purpose of the book to make me frustrated and not work. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely had it a little bit in pandemic, like a similar feeling where um, running into people who like look good or who are like working, and I'm like, fuck you dude like i'm sure you had your own inner turmoil and everybody handles it differently but whoever's like handled it by being like yeah i took up uh like a a very physical activity and um you know i've been reading more and whatever i'm like no you should be suffering as much as me i actually took up marathon running and money making so (laughs) (laughs) i learned all the markets and uh it's going great yeah this pandemic actually i'm not i hate to say it because you know i like discussing money but yeah i'm actually three times richer coming out of the pandemic than i was going in right oh i wish i freaking wish wish. um all right, uh, so the, um, we're excited. We've got a couple um, execs here from Random House. And what we're going to do, because you've just, we're, we trust your writing so much and we like some of your early drafts, is we're going to have you record some of the audio book of your memoirs. And um, 
uh, it's our first time hearing it, so we might chime in a little bit, but we're kind of excited to hear what, what you've got so far. Um, and thanks for being here, and we just we, we love your writing. We just love it. Thank you. Excited to be here. Excited to record. I think my story's really going to touch a lot of people. Great. Um, great. So uh, I'm seeing here um, ch- chapter uh, one, which looks pretty short, but it's my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- I guess we'll just start there and uh, we'll we'll hit record right there and just uh, at your at your leisure. Do you need anything before you go? Some tea, some water? Oh, no, I'm good. I think I could knock this out of the park. Great. Right. All right. <clears throat> chapter one. I am born. The year is 1990. My mother had an easy birth. I came out in two hours. I am one year old. The house is full of toys. The cake is huge on the table. Presents are stacked high. Everyone is happy to celebrate my one year of life. I am five years old. (laughs) I can read novels. My teacher is very impressed. I decide to take up writing novels myself. Chapter seven. <laughs> yeah, we're jumping to chapter. Oh, right. So we're. No, yeah, no, I, thought, I thought it'd be a nice. Those were each jump. chapters there, right? Those were each. Those chapters. Were each chapters. We each chapters of my life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, Sound, um, sounding good. Sounding good. Am I sounding clear? Do I need to enunciate? Uh, audio wise, how are we? Uh, how are we there? Uh, everything uh, is sounding crystal clear. I'm getting a little bit of feedback from the executives that there aren't really any details. So I was wondering, or the executives were wondering. If uh, just for the record, you know, we wanted to make it any more interesting than the text. And I want to thank you right now, uh, uh, Arnold, for kind of, I I know you're the engineer, but for mediating all the notes. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. Everybody's being very professional, and I hope that doesn't change. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 Personally... Um, I loved the prose. I mean, I was really hooked by the way it was flowing. Mm-hmm. But I think your story is so unique. I think people might be curious. But wh- why don't we jump into chapter seven okay. and keep flowing? And maybe that's maybe it's. Uh, I don't want to note back the executives, but maybe it's just the way the the that we really get into the depth of your story. I'll okay. let them know. Thank you. All right, they want more detail. I guess I'll go a little off book, so to speak. Whew. They <clears throat> love that. Ready. And are we speeding? Sound is recording. Right. right. Chapter seven. I'm in high school. Freshman year is challenging. I make a lot of friends. The first friend I ever meet, his name is Jason. Cannot remember his last name. Was it, was it born? Or am I just confusing that with the action hero? Perhaps it okay, was I'm getting a well. cut here from the booth. Oh, what? Yes? I'm getting, what? I'm getting a cut here from the booth. <laughs> what? what? What happened? What happened? The execs, <laughs> the, the execs are saying, if you can't remember something, let's just read the page. Let's not add if it was Jason Bourne. <laughs> We're not going to use any. And then again, this is the execs talking. They don't want to use any famous characters in the biography. All right. So less detail then is what they want. Less detail. They want more detail. They're a particular bunch, I'll just say. But they did just get delivered some chicken salad sandwiches, so you might be good for another five, ten minutes. All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's hurry up and record the rest of this in those five, ten minutes. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's and go sound ahead. recording? All right. It is senior year of high school. I have been invited to senior prom by no less than ten different boys. 
One of them was a freshman. Two of them were sophomores. Three of them were juniors. And the rest were seniors my age. One of them was Jason again. I still can't remember his last name. But that's neither here nor there, I guess. But it would be nice to remember his name. In okay, case I'm getting the cut the again. I'm so in sorry In case he's again. listening to this audiobook, let me finish. And he can, we can reconnect in case I can remember his last name. Because, Jason, I haven't stopped thinking about you. Okay, cut. Yes? Well, unfortunately, we had already cut. But oh, I, 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 I'm getting from the execs here that... <laughs> That while technically there is still more detail, it just seems like we're glossing over a lot, uh, and they and they want to know. I guess they don't know how to say this, but some of it sounds like you're just making this up off the fly. Wow, making it up off the fly of my life? Wouldn't you tell tell them to come in here and talk to my face, huh? It sounds like they want something real specific out of me. What is it, huh? What do you I want do out it, of God, me? I don't care. I'll do it. Okay, here comes one. Hey, hey, huh. hey. This is Robert Snout. I'm the head over here at Random House. <laughs> yeah. What do you got to say to me, huh? Well, now, listen. Listen. We loved we loved the spec of, of the book. We loved everything that we had. And we loved everything that you've done in your life as an adult. But people need to understand how you became the person you are today through, you know, your... Your, your younger year setbacks or whatever. And it just seems right now that every detail that you're giving is, it's like, it's, it's evergreen. It's like anybody could have that. The presents were stacked high on my, everyone celebrated my first birthday. That's like anyone. Like, we need more specifics. Somebody named Jason. I know 14 Jasons. I fired three Jasons last week. All right? So just... We need more. We need something more specific about your life. Tell us what what made you you. What are the events that made you you? Whatever chapter that is, go right to that chapter and start talking about that. Wow. Real slap in the face from the executives there. Fine. I'll- I'm sorry. I'll say this. I'm the one that pitched the idea of doing the audio book and everyone hearing it at the same time. And I'm thinking we won't do that again after today. I think you've been a good guinea pig. And I'm realizing that there, there's a lot of issues that come up from that. But let's go ahead into maybe one of your chapters that's got a little more depth and more specificity. Um, Just that to let everybody know, as an engineer, I do work hourly. So <laughs> well, then time how you'd like. You should be happy no. about this then. Oh, we know. <laughs> Okay, right. I'm just saying, it's soon, soon we're going to be in the golden hour, and I want to make sure everybody's aware I'm still getting paid. We're on the first 15 minutes of the day. I can feel it coming. <laughs> chapter. All right, sound is recording. Chapter, I don't know. This is a bonus chapter, I suppose. I am young. My <laughs> uncle and my father have just had a fight. My uncle is now expecting me to betray my father on... Yeah. He takes me to a field, asks me to play around. Little do I know his compatriots are going to cause a stampede of wildebeest through this plane (laughs) where my father has been tricked into coming, thinking I am in danger. My father, my father died that day. I don't know, okay? My life has been easy. My life has been pretty easy, okay? I'm reaching in the depths here, okay? 
<laughs> that seems sad, though. Simba's story is sad, and I thought I could uh, appropriate it as my hey, own. Hey, hey, hi. Hey, Robert's snout here again. Okay, don't Let's choke you. on your chicken salad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said, yeah, and it's getting colder, right? So, you know, I don't want to be doing this. You know, I don't want to be doing this. But listen. Yeah, a chicken salad sandwich is not the type of salad sandwich that you can just be very physical with. <laughs> hey, 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 buddy. Watch hey, the you board, don't beca- watch the board. <laughs> hey, buddy, you don't become me. You don't become a Robert Snout without shaking a chicken salad sandwich or two, okay? Listen. Mostly just bread. <laughs> My problem here is this. I hear no conviction in your storytelling. Listen here. I'm going to be Snout, honest with you. We have your egg salad sandwich here for you. Oh, thank you so much. Give me that in my right hand, please. Okay. Let's put that right there. Thank you. Sure. Now, listen. My problem is, look, if you're going to lie to the people, a lot of the people, I don't care. I'm just here to sell books, right? But the story has to be convincing, right? You're over here telling a story, and it sounds like the guy saying the Lion King. Like, you can't tell a story that sounds like the Lion King. Like, you have to tell a story. Even if you're lying, lie to us, baby. I don't care. Just tell us a story that people will buy, and it will continue to put more egg salad sandwiches in my hands. You know? (laughs) No, you know what? I quit. I quit. I've given this a good go. How about you, sandwich salad man? Why don't you give it a go, huh? You have so many notes for me. You think you could do this better? Let's hear your life story, huh? How did you get to be one of the top dogs at Random House Publishing, huh? Huh? Wow, the shoe's on the other foot here. Roll on this. Okay, sound is recording. He's putting the headphones on while still holding the sandwiches. You hear the sandwiches shaking in the air. When you think of Mad Men, that's my life. That's where I was born into. It was the 50s. Elvis Presley was playing on the radio. Bo Diddley was playing on the radio. Oh, no. (laughs) It's stuck. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Buddy Holly was playing on the radio <laughs> That's all you heard throughout the house You know, my my older brother He was out, he was a greaser My older brother was a big greaser And I always wanted to follow in his greaser footsteps But he said, no, not you You're not a greaser Is this the Outsiders? Yes You're not a greaser <laughs> So I said, well then what am I? And he said, Robert but he called me Robbie. He goes, Robbie, you're a suit. And I took that to heart. And then every day since then, I've been working my way to be a suit. Hey, Alan. I was doing the book record today. Was it all right, honey? No, it was, uh, it was awful. The CEO what? really uh, showed me my place in this world, I suppose. You made sure not to put in there that you're having an affair with me, Slick Willie, right? Don't worry. I didn't tell anybody. I can't have that coming out, Alan. I didn't let it slip. I don't think I let it slip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's Monica all over again. Please. If it it came out of the audience. Bill. Oh, no. Bill, we got to have a talk. Again. Bill, again with this? You know you're going to get caught. Maybe that's why I do it. I don't know. You did the exact same <laughs> disgusting stuff, Bill. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a sicko. 
Yeah, I know. Half the country always thought so, and I'm beginning to side with them. Come on. Honey, I just... I don't know if I can do this anymore. Oh, has this been Hillary I'm talking to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a confidently finished scene. <laughs> oh, I love it. That really threw me for a loop. <laughs> Sometimes you do a thing that you're so confident is going to make sense. It's like, oh, everyone probably was about to do this. <laughs> I fully support it, but I was not close, I'll tell you. I was not close to almost doing it. <laughs> was that his nickname, Slick Willie? Slick, Slick Willie. Willie, yeah. Which, I, which I was like, oh. And then it was like, Monica, I was like, oh. And then that's when I heard it. I was like, oh, I think he's Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton is also so funny. Funny because he was he was really funny about 15 years ago mm-hmm. or, or whatever, but not recently. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not he's not really like in the zeitgeist anymore. He's always in my zeitgeist, my guy. Oh my god! <laughs> always ready to rip out that lukewarm Bill Clinton mm-hmm. impression. And that's the best I've ever done it. I was yeah. like, I came out and I was like, hey, this is not honestly the second when I good. when I realized it was Bill Clinton, I was like, oh, I hear it now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, as soon as I realized it, that that was the impression, I thought it was a great impression. Same, same, same. Yeah, thinking back, I'm like, oh, duh, my, that's on me. That's on me for not Right, right. And, and a good impression isn't about how quickly you recognize it. It's about how deep you feel it after you do recognize it. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> I agree well. with all of the compliments. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a big risk that only a brave and confident and funny comedian would have made. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. You're fantastic. <laughs> um, I had a, this is like a total change of subject, but it just crossed my mind that I needed to complain about something. <laughs> I had one of those days yesterday. It happens to be a lot in like Burbank and the Glendale area. Where um, everybody was not aware of other people in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and like it happened yesterday. I went to I went to see the Batman, but first I got a sandwich at this place Ike's with my girlfriend, and we did the thing where we we were the only ones in there, and we stood to the side. They have a huge menu, mm-hmm. so we were like looking at the menu while we were looking. A guy comes in front of us and does the thing where he just he is also asking all the questions and looking at the menu, but he's decided he gets to order while he's doing it. And his thing was, what sandwich will I be able to eat tomorrow? And so he was going through the whole menu <laughs> trying to modify sandwiches so they would still be good tomorrow. If you don't know Ike's, it's impossible. The whole idea with Ike's is that they are like the sauciest sandwiches you'll ever get. That's the whole thing. <laughs> and so eventually the guy working there was like, Hey man, maybe you should just come in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of this. Wow. After truly five minutes of the guy like do like asking about everything on the menu. And it was like, thank you so much to the person working here. Cause it was the only way this was gonna work out <laughs> where I wasn't gonna have to wait 10 more minutes. Did he leave? Did he just decide to come? Well, back he was with someone else who was who got a sandwich on the day. Um, and he didn't get anything. And then in the theater, same thing. This woman is having the longest interaction I've ever seen 
like we ordered on the app and we had to show the guy the thing and it just didn't it just five minutes whatever so you and went then, to, hold on so so you went to ike's to get food and then you ate also in the theater so you're getting popcorn and stuff as well um, I did dessert in the theater, so I did a soda and I did uh, cinnamon uh, pretzel bites. Nice, Ooh. okay. With right. the uh, icing dip, because mm, okay. I was like, it's a three hour movie. I'm gonna have to have something to nibble on. Yeah, right, you gotta be right. bad. Right, right, right. Uh, gotta be bad. Then in the theater, this group of absolute anarchists <laughs> just sat in our seats. <gasps> they just took our seats. <laughs> uh, they took our pre-reserved seats. And before the movie, they were like lolling and, you know, just making a lot of noise. And it was one of those things where I was like, is this going to be the worst experience of my life? Am I going to sit through the whole movie seething and wondering if I have to speak up for myself and then like knowing I'm a coward and all that? Uh They ended up quieting down, but it was just like a real day. What's that? They stayed in your seats. They stayed in our seats. We just had to sit somewhere else. Oh, my God. Because, like, it wasn't, I wasn't, I don't know. It was like, well, we can sit here, but then I'm really nervous during the previews that the owners of those seats are going to come, and I'm going to be like, I'm not this way. I'm just a coward. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But just everything would be a little bit like, what would the world look like if when that guy was asking all the questions, I was like, hey, man, we actually know what we want. Would you mind if we ordered first? Mm-hmm. yeah i think mm-hmm. that's it, within your rights yeah for sure yeah and it's the same as the theater of like hey this seems like a huge to do can we just literally show you this and move through like right. stuff that right. i am absolutely incapable of mm-hmm. i mean i think yeah, it makes sense like i think it all, you know i, I you know I, I think you also i think you also have to like i think there's some people in the world that are just being like i will i will never stand for this disrespect you know like no matter what what you know and i put disrespect in quotes and i think there's other people in the world who kind of like assess in a way of being like how important is this to me like sometimes i'll go to something and and i can go to a movie theater and i and sometimes then and that's not there's been sometimes i'm being like all right there's two guys one of them i think is in my seat but there's also just like another seat right here that's also fine i could say something but that seat has no value to me and I also wouldn't even want to be in it. Because if I asked them to move, they're probably going to sit close to me and I'm trying to be away from people. Mm-hmm. So I'll just sit here like it's okay. But there are other times being like, no, this is the thing I chose and I want it. And I'll say something like, hey, da, 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 whatever. But the thing that gets me, especially when I go to movie theaters, this is the thing that makes me upset. So sometimes I'll be like, oh, I want to go to see a movie. But, you know, you still have that kind of like, you know, pandemic thinking. So you're like, uh, I don't want it to be too packed or whatever. Da, da, da. So, you know. And so the same thing with the with the Batman. I seen the Batman, but I seen the Batman like really fucking late when it's like eleven thirty at night because I wanted to see an IMAX like eleven thirty at night. So it wasn't really that packed. And even when I got my ticket, it was like really late. And and you know, and when you're picking the seats, you can clearly see like, oh, like oh, okay, cool. This section right here, there's nobody. You know, like oh, okay, like it's a little pocket where it's like nobody's around me. Like I'll be fine. You know, like I'm good. I'm safe here. Safe. And and this will, and this has happened another times where I'd be like, all right, cool. And I show up to the movie theater and I'm like, is this the right place? Because it seems like there's a lot more people here than <laughs> the app showed that had seats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I start to be like sitting there and I'd be like, and it's just, and I'm just like, and you know, some people have like, like they foot on like, not maybe on your seat, but like a seat <laughs> over to yours or something. I'm just like, it doesn't bug me, but it, like, it's like, it's not bothering, bothering me, but there's something about it that's like, Get your damn feet down. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm it's like a like principal right thing. Almost, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, 
Right. I'm not grossed out by your foot, but I am grossed out by your inhumanity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 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 So like, yeah. So that is interesting though, because it is like, do you, it's like, I'm not the most aggressive person, you know, like, but, but there are moments where I do take the unaggressive route where I'm thinking like, should I have took the aggressive route? Should I have said something? You know, should I? Right. Yeah. Movie theaters are interesting too, especially when you can pick seats. Like I went to see House of Gucci a few months ago with a friend. And when we bought tickets, we bought tickets like in an empty row. We were like to the side and it was a pretty empty theater. And then when we sat down, another couple sat down right next to us. And it was like (laughs) this huge long row. And like, then they were like, you know, cuddling and like giggling a lot. And we were like, should we move? But then it was also like a dumb thing of like, if we move, it's going to be awkward because they know that we moved because of them. And it's like the smallest bit of confrontation. So we just like sat there the whole movie, slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I I take it back. That's my biggest one. My biggest happy is being like when there are other seats around Mm -hmm. in a way, and then somebody wants to pick the seat that's like right next Mm -hmm. to me or something. I'm like, this is insane. Like, you especially be, nowadays, this is insane. Right, you should right. You should be put in an asylum for it. You Absolutely, should be put yeah. in specifically Arkham Asylum for it. <laughs> yes. I, I, it is a behavior that makes no sense to me. And I would have I would have done the same thing, Alan. I would have done the exact same thing. Just sat thing. there. Yeah. yeah. I, I, been like, I don't want to make them feel bad, so I'm going to have a bad time and yeah. remember this for the rest of totally. my life. <laughs> totally. I feel like the movie theater should have a thing where they assign people seats as far away from whoever has tickets so far. So like the corners fill up first, then the middle, <laughs> then like whatever's in between. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. why can't the theater figure out, figure it out? Yeah. Why do we have to like... Because people in this country are absolutely obsessed with freedom. Right. <laughs> right. Like nobody can decide where I'm sitting. I don't care if you bought those seats. I wanted these other ones and mm-hmm. it is a free country and I'm going to sit in them. And if right. you have a problem, let's like, let's be awkward. That's what I was going to say. It's like people are like kind of playing chicken with you out there, but like you didn't agree to it. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa, hey, I'm not like lining my car up against you to like race. It's like, well, (laughs) I'm going to order this sandwich. Are you going to do anything about it? It's like, don't do that, man. I, I think I've started to also feel like I had this when Trump got elected and I feel it again with Putin where like they are the natural end of the line of people allowing someone to be a shithead over and over again and being like, just don't say anything. Right. Just Mm -hmm. don't say anything. And it's like, they're obviously the huge example that is absolutely scary and crazy, but it started making me be like, I'm not going to let people do the first thing. So they can't Mm -hmm. get to the last Mm -hmm. thing. Cause you can't let someone just like be annoying all the time and just be nodding and be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's okay that you're this way because they'll keep taking more and more miles. It would be so fascinating to somehow be able to go back and watch like the video of their life and just watch them take like a little bit more every time they do anything. You know what I mean? Like when was the first time that Trump realized he could just be evil and not care about people's feelings, (laughs) you know, and then like see him do that at an elevator, see him do that at a McDonald's 10,000 times, see, (laughs) or, you know, whatever he does. I was thinking about it at a target because now that they've like taken away the mask mandates, you could get, you know, you just, you start Mm -hmm. thinking about people and there was a woman in line and her mask was around her chin and her two kids masks were around their chins. And it was like, (laughs) Oh, I'm seeing generational shitheadness happen right here (laughs) where it's like either wear it or don't wear it. But this act of like protest where it's like, yeah, I'll wear your mask. 
down here. It's like, mm-hmm. you, you look at these little boys. They're going to be pricks, man. And I, I can tell them right now. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. Yeah. Yes. Can I just say your sons are going to be assholes? Your sons are going to be assholes if you don't stop behaving like this. Okay. And no, I you really can't. think today's the no, day. No, you can't say that. No, you well, can't say that. Today's the day. Look at these little kids. They're dirty. They're wearing their masks around their chin. They're walking around. This is a line. Lines are straight. Okay. These kids are running all over the place. And you are raising the next asshole generation of America. Okay. Well, if you must know, my kids are dirty because we live on the streets. And the, <laughs> and the masks that are around their chin is because we can't afford masks. So we found these on the ground and they're a little too big. Well, ma'am, I apologize for my tone immediately. And I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> no, I'm very sorry, ma'am. Okay? Mommy, mommy, really mommy, sorry. mommy. We just ran around the whole store because that's the only exercise we're going to get today. But yes. we're done now. <sighs> I'm okay. so tired. It worked. I'm so tired. Maybe I'll still be able to sleep tonight, even, you know, with how hard it is out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's hey, very... Kids, kids, can I ask you something? I think it's totally great that you're getting your exercise. Did you guys maybe poop or pee anywhere around the store or get anything messy that you shouldn't have? Because regardless of your living situation, we all know that's not okay, right? Okay. Hey, excuse me. Excuse me. First of all, don't talk to my kids. I'm really sorry. As you can, you can it, talk to me. As soon as I did it, I realized it was wrong. I'm really, okay. really sorry. And I, I, and I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to set some sort of like societal uh, example of like how we should yes. all live. Yes. But I don't think this is the right time to be talking to my kids and teach them about stuff right. like this. Like, I think you're right. right. Can I buy your groceries? I'm really sorry. Can I, I can I buy your groceries? I made a big mistake, and I, I just well, I only had an orange because that's the only thing that we could afford. We'd slice this orange up in three. Well, I'd be happy to buy your groceries. I, I would. I'd be happy to buy that orange. Maybe now we can get that bag of Doritos I wanted. Well, you know, Doritos aren't really good for you. Doritos are kind of like a, a snack that corporations trick people into eating that are actually really bad. For <laughs> okay, you. excuse me. If you're going to buy our groceries, are you going to? Ch- nitpick whatever we choose i'm really sorry i shouldn't have done that absolutely you can get some doritos but let's get that orange and maybe throw in an apple right let's let's do it okay look you know what no no thank you we don't need your help we're okay okay i i do want to really apologize i thought i thought you were something different um than what the situation really is and i really saw i'm really and sorry. but and then so then you felt the need to be able to to then go up to those people to then tell them how they should be living it was incorrect it was incorrect and i must apologize but man i thought i was right you know you ever get that because <laughs> yeah. what if you were you know we shouldn't even do this hypothetical but what if you were a rich woman you know, what if okay. you worked in an office like me and this is how you were behaving in the store? Would have been totally ridiculous. Are, so what if wait, are we rich, mommy? Are we rich now? Um, we're rich in love. <sighs> you, like I always say, we're yeah. rich in love. Now, kids, right. that's not a real concept. Okay. Get a job. <laughs> you need to get a job and make money. Rich okay, sir. Okay, listen, sir. Yeah. Listen, he can't pay not... bills with love. Can't eat love. <laughs> okay. You know? All right, sir. Can you get away from us, please? You're right. Listen, I, I, I'm totally overstepping. Listen, I'm really sorry. I'm going to go. Kids, he is right. You know, like, if you, you got to make your way, like, mommy has made some choices in our life that's put us in this tight spot. But like I said, we're rich in love, and mommy's doing the best she can to get us out of this. Um, 
And that well, this was a good example of what you don't want to be when you grow up. Sure, right now we're not our best selves, but we don't want to be a person like this. Your mother's absolutely right. And I'm sorry, kids. And ma'am, I'm sorry to you as well. Here's a 10. Best of luck to you. And uh, I'm going to be on my way. I'm embarrassed. I really am embarrassed. Hi, I'm sorry. I couldn't help it over here. I'm Steve with Helpful Honda. And we do little random acts of helpfulness all the time. Sir, would you like me to remove this woman and her children from the store? <laughs> Finally! <laughs> Finally! Someone, someone who is official can do it so I don't have to. Ma'am, Absolutely. I'm really sorry. We noticed you driving Steve's up in a Honda and we, you know... We, Wow, you guys are great. You guys are really great. You're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, and that is a Honda. I don't know what you're here for, but that is an old Honda. So if you're looking to give a new one, I guess I'm interested. Well, we used up that random act of helpfulness for you. You could have opted for the Honda, but you picked kicking the family out of the supermarket. Shit. Shit. Was there payment that comes along with that or like a stipend or a... or a, or a... Sir, we... We've already given you what we wanted to give you. The camera crew is already putting their stuff away. Wow, that was a pretty quick shoot. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> well, ma'am. Commercials are 15 to 30 seconds long. I mean, you know. Ma'am, I'm really, really sorry. I didn't really even get anything out of this. I'm really sorry. Hey, buddy. Hey, I don't mean to bother you about the bar or whatever, but are you the guy from the commercial? Are you the guy that, that got that family kicked out in the yeah. Honda commercial? Yeah, that's me. You recognize me? Yeah, I do recognize you. Uh-huh. I told you. Yeah, pay up, buddy. Yeah, see, we told you. We, oh. I told you. I was like, this is the fucking idiot that fucking chose to kick the people out of the car instead of yeah. getting a better car. And I even went outside and I was like, well, it has to be him. But there's a shitty Honda out here. And I looked and I saw your shit box Honda. And I was like, that has to okay. be him. Okay. We don't really, we don't have to talk to strangers like that. So you could treat me with a little more respect. I mean, hey, man, like, I treat people with respect that make good decisions. And, and for me, I would have been like, well, what's the options first? Oh, get a new car or kick the family out? Shit, they can stay in the supermarket all no, day. Sir, I'll just fuck drive you. To I don't know what your deal is, but you don't just walk up to someone in a bar and treat someone like this. Look at you with your nasty-ass shirt and your <sighs> fucking self-aggrandized speech to me. Back the fuck off, you dirty loser. I'll have you know. I'm I, I'm already regretting it. What? what? <laughs> I'll have you know that the reason my shirt was so dirty is because I had to bury my wife today. <laughs> Good. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and we were I'm just sorry. here at the bar trying to unwind. And I'll admit I came up to you as a, a little bit aggressive. And I apologize for that. But it's only because I'm hurting inside because, like I said, I had to bury my wife today. Because I couldn't afford a grave digger, so I had to do it myself. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry to hear that. Can I, uh, I, mean, I know this isn't going to solve anything, but can I buy you a drink to apologize? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. What can I like get a, you out? Like maybe like a rusty nipple, extra, <laughs> extra fruit. I've never heard of a rusty nipple, but I'll ask for it for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Extra fruit. Make sure you get extra fruit. All right. Um. I mean, I said I buy a drink, not really a whole fruit salad, but a bartender. Can I get a uh, a rusty nipple, please? Wow! Extra fruit. Extra fruit. He wants extra fruit. I don't know what that is. Well, that rusty nipple is on the Tropicana Corporation, where it is our pick fruit of the day. 
we give somebody a free drink at the bar. And, sir, this free drink is on you on no behalf way. of all of us at the lovely Tropicana Corporation. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Oh, that's delicious. Rusty yeah. Ripple, who'd have known? Yeah, it is uh, scotch, a bunch of oranges, a pineapple. Well, because I've had a rusty nail, and I've had <laughs> yes. a buttery nipple, but I've never had a rusty nipple. Nope, this is the new <laughs> Tropicana drink. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's Gotta really use... confusing, palate-wise. Tropicana presents the rusty nipple. <laughs> wow. I mean, hey, I, don't sorry, mean to walk, I don't mean to walk up to you like this. Uh, um, i just take the drink now if you... Well, you can have half the drink. <laughs> I did sort of take a sip of it. I'm, I'm really sorry. Okay. Really that, from that glass? Enough. First of all, half, that's just the bottom of a drink when, like, there's just a little bit of liquid at the bottom. That's well, the not ice half. is melting. Soon it's going to seem like half. Dude, you know what? You're like a real fucking asshole. I'm so You're sorry. You're like a real asshole. You're right. You're right. I don't deserve this. I mean, I do deserve this. You don't deserve my treatment. I'm sorry. Well, you don't, and you... You deserve the life that you had. I'm pretty sure it's probably pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. And you deserve it. Yeah, sure, my wife may have died, but she died and left me $1 million. <laughs> so, what? yeah. Well, that's it. Congratulations. And I'm sorry. I'm really sorry for your loss. And I'm. You know what? Everybody in this bar drinks on me except for this fucker. What? Wow. And, sir, I'm here on behalf of the Chicken Pot Pie Company, and that was our. Firm toast of the day. A toast as firm as the crusts of our chicken pot pies. Everybody gets a chicken pot pie t-shirt. Oh, it's practically liquid. <laughs> no, okay, okay, wait, hang on. <laughs> is, is this a shirt or a pie? It's, it's yeah, so- yeah, there was confusion hey, on delivery. Hey. That's my baby. You're eating my baby. <laughs> what? This is a sloppy chicken pot pie. <laughs> no, that is my baby. I was just, I set him down for a second while I was getting a rusty nail at the bar and you started digging into my child. Ma'am, you shouldn't be drinking. You are still pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't just set your baby on the windowsill to cool. <laughs> there's, there's 45 pie lovers just floating outside. <laughs> Especially not in this neighborhood with all these pie lovers. Are you kidding? I, uh, so, yeah, look, I mean, I, you know, I, this is my first time at a therapist's office. And I just, I guess I just want to talk about the fact that, you know, last week I found out that I'm a cannibal. I was at a bar. I ate a pie, and this woman, she yelled it to me so much that now I believe that the pie that I thought I was eating actually turned out to be a baby. And Now that I'm trying to come to terms with being an actual human cannibal, I, I just wanted to talk my way through this. Okay, well, I do think um, the first thing we need to consider is that you're not a cannibal, but you just have cartoon-like hallucinations. <laughs> Is that possible? Because I've been trying to diagnose that for a while, and I'm hoping maybe it worked this time around. Um, I mean, I guess that's possible. Listen, down it's kind of pretty chilly in here. Do you? Do I have to just stay in my boxes, or can I actually do this in clothes? I can't force you to stay in your boxers. Uh, 
okay, I don't know how this works. I don't want to step you can put on a nice I robe. Just... You can put on a kimono, a silk kimono, or we also have wool robes. Um, well, I mean, I see oh, no. you're wearing a nice cashmere robe. So yeah. I guess I'll, I guess I'll do the kimono. Okay. Now let's go back to the um, issue at hand. The V on these, what you call psychiatrist pills, what does yeah. the V stand for? The V on the psychiatry pills? Yeah. The, the, it's Viagra. <laughs> it's Viagra. <laughs> Camera pans down. It's <laughs> just penis. It is huge. <laughs> and engorged. Well, guys, I think that's a full episode of the Man Dog Pod. Thank you, Ronnie, and thank you, Alan, for joining us. Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah, this was fun. That was super fun. Last. Um, It was a real nice laugh. Alan, is there somewhere people could find you online or anything you'd like to plug? Oh, um, I guess follow me on Instagram and TikTok if you want, and Twitter at Hey Allen, H E Y A L L Y N. Yeah, follow me. Awesome. There are some tags that are just really good. Like a Hey Allen is like a really solid, like, oh, okay, like it's really inviting to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And you just hope that they can back up the content with the name. I, I do my best. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> just a little pressure on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ronnie, where can people find you? Um, Bones Adrian, you could, uh, that's Instagram and also on Twitter or whatever. Uh, it's not as exciting as Hey Allen, and I, and, and also unlike her, I don't back up the content with the name. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to check it out, it's over there. Awesome. And of course, You're the Man Now Dog, uh, on Patreon, patreon.com slash You're the Man Now Dog. And big ups to Brian Holmes for production help. Casey Trailer for the theme song, Annie Wu for the logo, and our newest member of the Man Dog team, Hannah Rehack, for uh, social media. And I don't even know what we're going to call it yet, but uh, all the help on that. So uh, thanks, everybody, and uh, good to see you all again. Yeah, good to see you guys. Thanks for doing that. Hey, bye. Bye. Bye.